Oh, oh my God. Tom just nearly, I don't know how he didn't pick it. <laughs> yeah, so everybody, welcome dun, 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 to the big show. It's game time. <laughs> Here we are, Sunday, 1 p.m., um, dealing oh with God, a litany of internet connectivity issues. That's okay, but we are rolling, and uh, we're going to jump right into it because, oh, Nick Chubb with the... Uh, uh. All right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start with where we were right and where we were wrong, and I'll go first, Ryan, because um, I got I got two things ready, locked and loaded. All, All right. right. Um, anyways, where I was right, um, A.J. Dillon is not that great. He is an he's an incredible running back. Oh my god! I love Dylan, but Nick he Chubb doesn't get so- enough touches. Packers are a weird offense, and he needs a very specific game script to do well. Or he's touchdown dependent. There's too many things that he's dependent on that are not consistent. So that might change with anything that happens in a typical football season. But as of now, I feel like I have been right to not overpay for A.J. Dillon in fantasy football. And where I was wrong was Nick Chubb. Going into the offseason, I thought for sure Nick Chubb was just another touchdown-dependent guy who um, was going to have a tough road ahead of him, who was going to lose touchdowns to Kareem Hunt, and I didn't want to trade him in a big deal. Um, But – here we are. Nick Chubb is RB1, and it doesn't even look like anybody's close. The RB position is so shitty this year, and he's just absolutely killing it. He's already got a beast of a run with a touchdown this week. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got for you this week. All right. thing I was wrong about um, – the thing I was right about was – not starting Naheem Hines. I toyed with it a little bit. And even before I, well, before, obviously before I did the trade for Melvin, I was going to start him. Um, and uh, despite AJ Dillon only getting six touches, he still outscored Hines. So, <laughs> right decision. <laughs> um, and then uh, that was kind of a win and a loss. Um, and then the thing I was wrong about, kind of thought Aaron Rodgers would have a bounce back game or at least, like, a big game. Their offense just looks, like, so – it's so weird. Like, some drives, they're amazing. Other drives, absolutely a try. I don't know. They haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) I'll put it that way. So, Aaron Rodgers being uh, a top, you know, eight, I figured, probably QB, you know, it's not materializing thus far. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because, like, they have two incredible running backs. You know, I do think Tunyon, as the season goes on, will become a more reliable tight end. But the Packers offense has never really relied on the tight end position, or specifically Aaron Rodgers hasn't. He's relied on guys on the outside that he's in rhythm with. And unfortunately, like Lazard is – I think we know what Lazard is. He's going to have maybe like – 30 to 80 yards and a touchdown. He's not going to get big plays. And I don't think he is ready to take the throne of Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. I think Rodgers is already looking at doobie doobs for that, but they're not in sync yet. 
Yeah, okay. Dubes did uh, look good today. Um, Lazard looked much better than him today, actually. But um, Lazard's definitely the guy right now. He's on the field almost every snap. Like, Dubes shifted out a bit, too, before Christian Watson got hurt again. So, like, I, I think that he had 116 yards last game. So he has a touchdown or 100 yards in every game so far. So he's not going to be Devontae Adams. Like, let's not be ridiculous. But I think he's going to be, you know, guy who gets 1,000 yards and probably catches 10 touchdowns or, like, 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. Lazard had got 100 yards last, last week? Yeah, it's six for 116. Okay. Then I, st- I stand corrected. I'm being too, a little too harsh on the guy. I just – I mean, I it's know. obviously Monte Adams. <laughs> yeah, but, but we all expect someone to like take that safety valve net replacement. Oh, Jesus. I think that that's his role in like really kind of key key moments. Um, but he's not. It's not the same level of like he'll throw. He's not going to throw it at Alan Lazard nineteen times in a game, whereas yeah. he would just do Devonte. I I think it's weird that like his safety net is actually probably Randall Cobb. But that's, it is. Today he had 100 yards, I think, Cobb yeah. did. That's kind of the problem in my mind. Like, Randall Cobb's your safety net? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's uh, oh, God, that kick was terrible. Um, yeah. This Bill Steelers he, game is going to be wild. <laughs> Pickens time. Dude, I have so much to tell you, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> do you, we'll ask you this. Do you want to do trade talks first or do you want to do weekly this week's matchups let's do trade talks okay um so i i did do a big trade this week oh, where i probably gave up too much for running back but it is what it is um oh brendan just started someone who didn't sorry to interrupt no 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 tell us brendan cream just sent a note brendan apparently started someone who's not playing Oh, Isaiah McKenzie, inactive. Brendan started him. Why am I upset? Uh, I have Brendan's first-round pick. Let's go. What are you doing, Brendan? What What is he doing? How is this happening, like, every week? He even even added a kicker this morning. (laughs) He did. You're right. Absurd. Absurd. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, So I I gave up Daryl Williams, who I was going to drop. A first and a third, or first and a fourth. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a fourth. I think it was yeah, a fourth. first and a fourth for James Robinson. Last year, I paid for James Robinson in the first half of the year, and it did not work at all. Um, I do see some I differences. I also think you drafted him. Yes, that was after <laughs> I drafted him and traded him away. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, I do see some differences this year. It's not an Urban Meyer offense, um, and. I think Doug Peterson, for all the shit I gave him years ago when he was with the Eagles, he's a good NFL coach, and those guys like playing for him. And I expect them to recover against a theoretically easier matchup against the Texans. So I like Robinson. I paid for him. It is what it is. It was that or start a backup Bears running back and Cam Akers. So uh, sometimes decisions have to be made. So – so some people yeah. were wondering if you acquired him just so that you would have two Achilles in total between your starting running backs. We weren't sure what the deal was. Yeah, that was, uh, brought, that was brought to my <laughs> attention. Um, I think subconsciously I'm just anti 
Dr. Drew and what he has to say <laughs> about the health status of all players. Uh, but <laughs> Dr. Drew could be not... with us today. Dad. Yeah, he was going to be with us today potentially, but he is too hungover. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really put that together when I was doing the trade, but turns out that way. And hey, whatever. He's healthy. If he gets injured again, I don't think it has anything to do with the Achilles. Uh, I think the duration of time that's gone between it's been what four weeks, and he's looked really good in all four weeks. So, yeah, I went for it, and I was so scared of my running back still that I also had offers out there for Leonard Fournette, uh, even though I just traded him. Get him back. Yeah, it was gonna be at a a different different type of deal. Um, but Jimbo didn't get into the mindset to pull the trigger and was busy this morning. So I ended up spending the majority of this morning talking with Kareem about Damian Pierce and with Montgomery coming back and Herbert, you know, not being the guy for a terrible offense. I didn't really know what to do, so I started panicking and I almost traded Cam gave in a first for Pierce, but I told wow. myself, I told myself that's not right. I sh- I can't do that. So, um, I worked it down to Gabe in a first for Pierce, which is a decent deal. I just I didn't know what to do with Gabe because I put so much into him going into the year, and I thought he's healthy finally. So maybe this is a game where he shows up. And I was too if if he had been healthy for the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, if he had been healthy for the last two weeks and he still had those games, I probably would have done it. And Kareem may not have done it, so that's the that's the catch there. But I held off, and right before we started recording, Gabe Davis got a ninety-eight yard touchdown to start the <laughs> game. So, oh yeah, I need Let's this win. So thank you, Matt, Gabe. It is world rocked. Yeah, and yeah, lot, lots of trade talks going on all the time. Um, but what, uh, have you had any trades done this week? Um, I don't think so. Let me look. No, I got Melvin Gordon. I did do a trade. You did do Melvin Gordon. What'd you give up for him? I gave up a 2024 second, and I got Melvin Gordon in a 2024 fifth. Okay. So was fine with that. Um and then uh get a decent game. Uh I think that he'll continue to get the lion's share of the work there and should have better games. That was the that was just a brutal game on Thursday. Yeah. I mean everything. Pickens got a catch. He did and then Godwin got one. Oh. It's I don't know what to think about Melvin for the rest of the year because, like, he should theoretically be the guy for the rest of the year. But oh, big run from Montgomery. He did fumble again this week, and uh, Melvin. No, he didn't. He did. Well, I don't think it was a turnover, but I, I think oh, he... it was. It oh. was. Uh, he was down by contact. Oh no, DK. Touchdown. Yeah. How big? Not much. I think it was they were in the red zone. Nah, it was a 50-yarder. That's a big oh, play. Shit. Wow. 
I thought, why did I say, why did my app say they were in the red zone? I don't I'm know. seeing it. But I can't really open my phone because if I do, we're going to get disconnected again. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah, that was just a uh, DK just can't be stopped once he gets out in the open field by that little guy. <laughs> yeah. Geno Smith might be good, dude. <laughs> hey, he didn't write back, right? He didn't write back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what's new with your life? What's going on? What happened this past week? Not too, too much. Um, yeah, not tons happened this week. Um, pretty slow. Oh, God, what a nice catch. We're, uh, we're trying to um, do a bunch of stuff today to get some stuff in order for this week. But other than that, it's been a pretty just normal week, I guess I would say. Nothing really crazy going on or not. Um, I played golf yesterday. That was fun. Was there a, was there an aftermath or anything that happened after the fact with Zoila and that dude at work? The one that she like stuck stood up to. No, uh, yeah, no, nothing subsequent to that. So that's been good. Um, good. I think it's resolved. I just not someone she works with a lot either. So, um, yeah. wow, Godwin's getting fed. There's another one. I know. Um, if he's healthy, man, he's wide receiver one. Low He's got 36 already. Yeah. I agree. Until Brady leaves, though. That's the issue. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater's gone now. I saw What's... that. <laughs> who's, who's, who's their third string? It's Skyler Bailey. Thompson. Bailey Zappi's twin sister? The guy can chuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like Pickett, but with no, ref no refinedness. Or whatever, however you want to say that. <laughs> I honestly don't know anything about Pickett. I mean, yeah, Pickett. Overshot White out there. Catching so many passes. Um, the spreadsheet. Um, all right, so what's going on in your life? How's the hurricane aftermath still going? I'm sure it's still going. Oh, yeah. Um we don't have Wi-Fi at work, so we're all operating off our hotspots, and it's just very spotty. It doesn't really work most of the time. Um, and at home, it's even weirder because we had Wi-Fi uh, connection. Our TV's connected to Wi-Fi. My phone's connected to Wi-Fi, but we are at the whim of my phone's hotspot because for some reason our computer cannot connect to Wi-Fi. And it's not just my computer. It's Jacqueline's computer. It was my dad's computer when he was here. Nobody's That's computer. Wild. Oh. Was that Deontay? Deontay Johnson's good. He is good. Uh, He's good. Yeah, so uh, challenges in that sense. But, like, work-wise, it's been good. We're potentially getting a bunch of different jobs. But we'll see, you know. And outside of that, Jacqueline and Mariana are at a pool party today. Jimena and I were going to go, but uh, she's kind of sick and I'm not feeling 100%. So thank you Let's to the sick pod. Thank you for the, to the sick gods. I didn't, didn't have to go to a pool party and I could pod it up instead. <laughs> that was a ridiculous catch from DeAndre. His foot was out of bounds, by the way. Oh, was it? Wow. Yeah. 
The four-year delay. You, you're so delayed on Sundays, but apparently on Thursday, you see it before it even happens. So. <laughs> I don't know why. The prime gods love me. But let's let's do uh let's do let's dive into some matchups. Uh, let's. I'm gonna need you to be the leader with the phone because again, I don't want this connection to. Die. Let's start with uh, Drew and Pat. So we've got uh, right now projected to be within six points. Pat's going to win by six. Zach Wilson versus David Carr. Um, advantage David Carr, in my opinion. Uh, Isn't it Derek? What did I say? His brother, David. Oh, damn. <laughs> I right. saw him in uh, on NFL <laughs> Network today. He was in London. I was going to say, I just recently, uh, I feel like, yeah, he's an analyst now, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Derek Carr, sorry. Um, Brees Hall versus Alvin Kamara. I, for some reason, thought I saw that Kamara was out. Obviously, he is not. He's already got points. Um, Brees Hall, uh, no points yet, but there'll be points. Um, Andy starting Mike Boone versus Dobbins. So retired. Boone got 12.2. That's so funny. Um, Tariq Hill versus Jamar Chase is a good matchup, but Tariq Hill with the third-string quarterback may not be as valuable now. We'll have to see. Uh, Renfro, he's back this week, starting to get Alex Pierce. Alec had 16. So Renfro's got to have a pretty good week already to match that. Um, Alec looked pretty good. He looked good. I thought he looked good yeah. too. Um, some big catches. Um, what's going on here? Sorry. Are you about to watch the Bucks get stopped on fourth and one? No, but did they? That's hilarious. Oh, Jesus. The Lions player collapsed or something. Um, Elijah Moore versus uh, Robbie Anderson's an interesting matchup. Um, Elijah Moore's been fine, but, you know, not particularly great. He does have a catcher ready today, though. Uh, he's on the field a lot, so we'll see if that starts to translate with uh, Zach Wilson. Kittle versus Higby. It's crazy to think that Higby should be getting more points in this matchup. Like he's projected for more right now. That just seems wild, but he's been getting points lately. So, yeah, and he keeps trying to trade him. And I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested, but like, I'm not that interested. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Like he offered to me for like Traylon Burks like yesterday for like one game of like Pitts supposed to be back next week for one game. I'm not going to do that. Well, Traylon's so. on, uh, Traylon's on IR. No, I know, but but like my point is, Pitts would be back next week, so oh, like I'm just not gonna start Pitts. Um, Duvernay versus Olave. Olave's already got two for twenty nine. Um, suck cheap. up versus Koo. Bill Olave's good. Uh, Bills versus Titans. D. So a uh, interesting matchup here. Should be pretty close. I like to think it's now about about projected to be the same. I think Pat will win, but. It's going to be closer than I think it looked like it would be earlier in the week. Yeah, All I right. think Pat will win too. I don't know if it's weird to say. I don't, I don't know if Andy has it in the squad to stick with Pat's team, especially if Kamara's playing. I like Pat's running backs. Yeah. I think those are good. Yeah. Dobbins, uh, who, they have Bengals today, right? Yeah, tonight, Sunday Night Football. It should be a good game. Oh, that is a good game. Cooper touchdown. Ooh, yeah. Did start him? 
We were willing to bet he didn't this week after last week. He didn't play well. I think he did. Oh, he did start him. Nice. Jimbo has so many players to choose from. It's got to be so I, stressful. So brutal. He benched Fournette this week, too. I know. Who's he started? Jamal Williams and jo- obviously Jacobs, yeah. Interesting. Here's a question uh, for you. What's the trade value for Josh Jacobs? Like, what would you give up for him? Probably first. Yeah. Around there. If I had to, you know, it's going to depend on teams' needs. Uh, like, a lot of teams are going to need running backs in the not-too-distant future. Oh, Skyler pass. He Skyler ran. Wow. So I just picked this guy up in my dynasty league. Actually, <laughs> people say he's got a rocket for an arm. <laughs> Super <What's> flex guy. <laughs> what school is he from? No idea. <laughs> he just came straight from high school. Skyler. Dolphins picked him up off the street this morning. Let's see. Uh. Wow. Kansas State. Oh, okay. So it's an actual place. I've heard of it before. Jefferson already has six or 76. Jesus. Yeah, Jefferson's cheap. So cheap. And oh, and Chris had a touchdown from Dalvin. Okay, so the next matchup is that Chris matchup versus Phil. Probably the biggest matchup of the week. Phil in a really, it's not must win, but it's getting close. I uh, mean, one in four is very, very difficult to come back from. No, it's what I'm saying. Um, and- this team, team is capable, but I think I just interrupted you there. I'm sorry. You're talking about buys that might not work out for Phil, but sorry. Do you think? No, no, no. It's just I, I agree. I mean, I think that it's a precarious position. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like Phil's team doesn't have tons of depth, and like when you have to get into buys, expecting, you know, if, if any of your players have down weeks, you could lose, or if any other team's other players have big weeks, you could lose one of those weeks. That could be the difference. Um, so it's just, it's a tough spot to be. But this matchup is far from decided. It's basically 50 50. Herbert versus Hertz. Really good matchup. Um, right now, it's looking like advantage Hertz, but neither has really played that much. But not a good start for, uh, <clears throat> Herbert Cook versus Ceh advantage Cook. Although, what do you think of Cook? Uh, I think we talked about him last week, and like, yeah, he's there. He's getting the touches. If he's healthy, you start him every week with confidence, and you might be disappointed more often than not at the end of the day. But yeah, he's he's already got a touchdown today. So down on the sideline, yeah, he's already yeah. scored. I well, think- it was interesting. Yeah, I think you're right because I don't think he has as much involvement in the passing game that he's had. So True. his floor is maybe a little lower. Like, I agree with that. You know, if he doesn't score a touchdown, then maybe it's not the best week. Um, yeah, the, there was a uh, listen to some of our fellow podcasters this week. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, they were talking about that and how like he's probably dropping into like the high end RB two range as opposed to being a true RB one now, just because he hasn't looked as quite as good from the eye test, and they're worried about his usage in the passing game. Um, oh, a Hilliard touchdown, disaster for Mike. Um, 
<laughs> so. And I, I stand by what I said last week. Like, Dovin has what's his name, uh, Madison right behind him, and I think universally everybody likes Madison. Right. Um, but I do think if the, if Dalvin's healthy, he's going to play. Um, what his value sure. is in a trade sure. and whatnot in our uh, league, okay. I don't, I don't know. Wow. Well, yeah, like I'm curious. Like, like Jefferson. do you see it being that different than like Josh Jacobs? Like, I really don't. I guess at this point, just because he doesn't have as long left. Like, he's obviously a little bit better probably right now, but maybe not that much. Um, I, I think for me, like, you've just seen it so much more from Dalvin than you have from Jacobs. And, yeah, like, Jacobs true. has had big games before and then just gone back to being Jacobs. And so, like, I don't see them as fair comparables, I think. Um, I'd definitely be more excited about Dalvin every week, but that could just be more recency name bias. Right, right. Who knows? He has a bigger name. It's possible. Um, okay, who else we got in this matchup? Um, Miles Sanders versus Jeff Wilson. It's kind of an interesting one. Pretty even, actually, I think. Um, I agree. Jefferson versus Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's getting his clock cleaned. Um, 16-2 to two right now. Debo Do Samuel versus Cooper Cup. Jefferson's already got 16. He's got uh, 7 for 91 in the first. That's a funny <laughs> matchup. That's a funny matchup, too, because Bill yeah. thinks Garrett Wilson is the next Justin Jefferson. He's not. He's good, but he's not the next Justin Jefferson. <laughs> he's not. Um, <laughs> he is not. <laughs> Cooper Cup versus Debo Samuel. Another good matchup, but Cooper Cup is just too good. It's like he's not going to lose to anybody. Um, Let's talk about something real quick. Like, this is Chris and Phil's second matchup of the year. And, oh, yeah. Arguably two of the best teams in the league. I think two of the best, two of the top three from what people seem to think. And I'm included in that. How did we get to this point where yeah. these guys are playing each other? Well, I mean, so I think early in the league twice. If we want to go to, uh, we want to go to a strength-based kind of schedule. This sort of thing is going to happen a lot more anyways. Um, I don't know why it's in the first five weeks, to be honest with you, but some people are playing people. Like, I play the barn next week. He'll be the second time I play him. So it's either happening, I think, in week five or week six for most people. Um, really don't know why. Um, that's just sort of the way that you have to play somebody twice. So there's yeah. no way around it. <laughs> um, but wasn't there some uh, beer pong involved in how these – Oh, yeah, matchups. so we started playing, uh, yeah, we played beer pong for a beer pong tournament, and then what the way that it worked was whoever won, the team that won got to pick first, and then the team that was in second picked second, so on and so forth, or third and fourth, first and second, third and fourth, so on and so forth, um, and nobody wanted to pick Chris, and nobody wanted to pick Phil, so they were just left at the end. Makes sense. <laughs> Who won and the Chris tournament? lost. Uh, Tim and I won. Um, Tim and I won, and he picked – I picked Labar, and he picked um, Andy, I think. No, Kareem got Andy. I don't even know. Yeah, it's kind of wild how it all ended up working out. Um, and Dalvin with his second touchdown of the day. Wow. Uh, spoilers. Um, 
And, uh, <laughs> and well, from five yards. Oh, it's just so open. He almost stopped running. Um, and then, so it was funny though, because I forget who actually got out first. Somebody got out first and then they convinced us to keep it going. So we made it like a bracket thing and like a round <laughs> robin instead of like eliminating somebody early. Sounds um, like something I would do. Yeah. And then so we I want to keep playing. It ended up going on for like four hours probably, uh, but it was great. And these people were off and on the table and such. Um, and then Chris and Chris and um, LeVar, who basically had, I think they came in second in the round robin, ended up being the first ones out. Um, and I don't think LeVar made like a single cup the entire day. Like not one. <laughs> and Chris was livid. <laughs> That's that's Labar's punishment for throwing up in the bathtub. <laughs> right last year, brutal. <laughs> yeah, so that was how it came to be, um, and then yeah, we just kind of picked people, um, and then we just switched the teams, and that I think that that's what it is. So it's from wherever you were playing someone twice, and it, it got switched to that other week to change whatever that t- two team was. So we've got to maybe come up with a, another way or a more fun way to do it, but I think the the games at the draft are, are also pretty enjoyable for, for it. Yeah, no, I, I totally support like how fun activities at the draft weekend dictate things throughout the season. Um, just think Phil's definitely getting porked a little bit right now. Um, yeah. So yeah, would Chris. <laughs> it's going to lead to what you said. We got to review how the schedule's made and whatnot and figure that stuff out like, but I don't know. What did that what does the NFL do? Like I don't even think the Pats play the Bills until the end of the year and they play them twice in the end of the year. That's something Yeah, well like it's that. all kind of random and there's obviously more considerations given that it's traveling involved. Yeah. Um but uh I think that like so as far as how they create their schedule, it's like you have the you obviously play in your division twice and then you have the top team in each division plays the top team in every other division in your conference. Then you play four teams from a one of the conferences in the NFC and you don't play pretty much anyone else in the NFC. Uh, And then I think you play, I think that's six, four, four. I forget what they do now with the 18 games. There's a couple more or the 17 games, but um, those I think are like the main basics, if you will. Um, So, I mean, something like that, like, I guess if you have 14 and one or 14 plays 13, 12, you know, 12 plays 11, nine plays 10, eight plays seven, so on and so forth. Could work. Yeah. Obviously, we, got we got some time to figure that out. Yeah. Almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Well, we should probably figure it out before draft weekend. That is. That seems reasonable. Uh, All right. Red Labar, Listy Man. Panders. Slight favorite to Team Listy Man at the moment. Josh Allen versus Kyler Murray. Derek Henry versus Aaron Jones, who finished with 11.3. Zeke versus Tyler Algier. Oof. Um, Smith Schuster versus Corey Davis. Thielen versus Curtis Samuel. What is this match? I know. Brandon Ayuk versus Mike Evans. Hawkinson versus Waller. ETN, who's got 70 total yards already, versus Valdez Gantling. Yeah, he's got three for 52 on rushing and one for 20 receiving. 
Um, <laughs> Gould versus Tucker and Niners Rams. <laughs> it's a classic James Robinson owner right there. <laughs> um, so what do we think? I mean, I think the sleeper gives the edge to Mike, but I think I would agree, but I don't think it's a massive advantage. James is frozen. <laughs> no, uh, that time I wasn't frozen, just absorbing and, and accepting the reality. Anyway, um, yeah, I do think Labar and List, one of those two, will make the playoffs. I think this week is going to be a dictating factor in that, just because there's so many teams lumped into a group of um, – Records, of course, Ramondre, big rush. Max is not dead. Just because I got a 98-yard touchdown at the beginning of the game does not mean this matchup is over. Oh, he's anyway. bouncing back. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that one. Um, you got halfway through going through the matchup, and you're like, what is this matchup? Not a lot of flashy, sexy names on yeah. these teams. Um, <laughs> but you don't always need flashy, sexy names in fantasy, and you just you just need points. And people like Curtis Samuel and Juju Smith-Schuster are like getting consistent target shares, and yeah. you know Redskins are in a terrible offense, and that works out for Curtis Samuel because um, they're always be they'll always be throwing it, and he's the underneath guy. And then yeah. you've got Juju Smith-Schuster who's on a good offense, and that will work out for him. So. So many different variables go into it, but I don't know, you've got Labar who's starting Algier, who looked good last week. Don't know anything about what he's doing now. Um, Let's see. He's got uh, three for 14. So it's not good. It's not bad, but it's yeah. early. It's only it's mid second quarter just started. Yeah. I forget. No, we're not going to get to that yet. Um, well, Labar's wide receivers, but, I mean, Thielen should be okay. They, Kirk Cousins seems to be throwing the ball well today, but I feel like if Justin Jefferson goes off, Thielen kind of just doesn't do anything. They still got three for 23 in the first quarter, so, but That's they're already good. up 14. Like, they're probably not going to be doing tons of, uh, you know, passing in the second half, considering they're playing oh. Chicago. <laughs> what a weird play. The ball just kind of like popped out of this dude's hands on a return in the Bears Vikings game. But I don't know what are Mike and Labar both two and two, or is Labar three and one? I think they're both. They're two both and two. two and two. So big, big matchup for you know future standings could be a tiebreaker in theory at the end of the season once you get down to it. Could uh, be. So big matchup for these guys, and we'll see. Derrick Henry is he doing anything today? It's early. Uh, he's got four for. Or he's got six for fourteen and one reception for twenty-four. So he's got he's got five point four points in the first quarter. It's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. They're giving him pass catching opportunities, which a little bit more. Yeah, is interesting. Like, or maybe he's just been more productive in it because of the designs of the plays, but whatnot. But um, who knows? If he's catching passes and getting all these yards after him. It just makes Henry that much more valuable because he yeah. is their offense. I mean, that, that's just, just it. Yeah, exactly. And the ceiling is still really high. So, um, 
All right, on to Jim versus Staz. Big uh, matchup. Could be Mike's first loss of the year if Jimbo's team hits. Yeah, well, right now, Jim's actually just taken over the favored to win. Um, Boom. Mahomes versus Lamar. That's a big matchup. Yeah, that's a big game. Good. Eckler just ripped a 78-yard run. Um, <laughs> did not get a touchdown, though. Um, so he's got 10 points already in the first quarter, and they're losing by 14 or by 11 already. So he'll probably eat today. Tons of receptions incoming. Um, Eckler. Eckler, yeah, yeah. They're in comeback mode versus Josh Jacobs against Kansas City. And then it's Singletary versus Jamal Williams. Both are looking pretty similar right now. I expect that Singletary will probably have more work in the second half when they're, you know, flogging uh, Pittsburgh, but we'll see. Um, Cooper already got 14 versus Devontae Adams. It's a good matchup uh, now that Cooper's already doing this. Uh, Sutton versus Diggs. Diggs, not, not the best start. One quarter in, just negative four yards on one reception. That's been a wild game. Weird stuff has happened in that Steelers-Bills game. Just saying. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, something obviously. I'm sure he'll get more than, than this, but yeah, it's been. Uh, it has been a weird game so far. Uh, Drake London versus the Sun God. One catch for Monra, nothing for London uh, in the first quarter. Goddard versus Conklin. Um, nothing for Conklin. Goddard hasn't played yet. And then Mixon versus AJ Brown in the flex. That's a good matchup. Um, Kicker, Bucks D versus Packers D. Packers D got three. Yeah, it's the Packers. I cannot believe that the Giants won that game. Giants might I mean, be good. I don't I, know. I, I don't know about it. Well, their defense certainly might be good. Wow, good catch from Evans. Uh, yeah. Their defense might be good. Or at least better than we think. Saquon's ridiculous. Um, he looks very, very good. No doubt. But they they just don't have any receivers, so it doesn't make any sense how they could ever win games. Um, <laughs> but here they are. <laughs> Darius Slayton showed up today. Yeah, he had a couple of good plays. He also he had one uh, egregious. Not I don't know if it was a drop per se, but um, one poor route. I, I think it was more that he he like didn't get around at all, and it was it was going to be a huge play, and he just like never yeah. saw it. Um, oh, and Evans might be hurt now. No, he always is like fake hurt. Um, so this matchup's going to be really close. Oh, Breeze. Uh, Breeze? Is he going to get in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. All right, you got to watch this play. Oh, Damien Pierce just had a decent run. I was just about to say, here come the text from Andy. He just texted us. But I can't tell you what it says because I'm afraid to touch my phone. It says, no, Breeze. <laughs> For a second, you froze. <laughs> oh, it was almost an 80 yard touchdown. Yeah. And like he just didn't go down. Oh, they just didn't guard him. <laughs> Let's go. Wait, how does he not score here? Oh my God. Yeah, oh didn't my reach. God. It was like an 80 yard play to the one. Yep. Wow. Oh, he looks good. He does. Look uh, good. He looks really good. So, um, I think that this matchup, imagine Jim wins, beats Mike to go to 4-1. and one. Yep. 
That would be something, huh? That would be something. He's got a stack lineup. He has so many options. He like, does. If he wins this week, you could argue his team could be it's now a top four. Instead of yeah, top I, would, three in the I league. would agree. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, like, even if he does, putting up 150 would still be good. Like, is his roster better than Phil's? Honest question. We should like, um, let's look at it. I think it, yeah, I do, actually. I mean, not like a lot better, but I think that he's got a lot more depth. So I think as we start to go through the bye weeks, he's going to have a lot less issues than than other teams will, and, and Phil being one of those teams. Yeah. Um, so I think that, like, you know, there could be some games where, you know, he might lose if he didn't have that depth that he'll now win as a result, sort of. <laughs> I almost picked up Taysom Hill to play a tight end. He's had a rushing touchdown. It's Damn, awesome. I almost did the same, actually. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, what is going on with the Bucks, man? Yeah, they look not great. Uh, like I was texting with Kareem during our negotiations, and he was trying to tell me that like Joe Burrow is a better option than Tom Brady, and I was just like, dude, no, like no, <laughs> I have no need for Joe Burrow. He's like, all they do is run the ball. I'm like, yeah, but then they got their receivers back, so now they're they're throwing the ball. But now Mike Which, Evans is hurt and whatever. Who knows? Wait, is Evans – he didn't went out? He actually went out? Yeah, he hasn't come back. Mm. Not good for Labar. No. Not but good also, for like, The Bucks are good when Tom's throwing the ball. Just stop being cute. Just stop being cute. Just right. throw the fucking ball. Throw the ball, I agree. Um. All right, Kareem versus Brendan. Oh, on my bench, Michael Carter. He yeah. scored. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. My running backs are so sad. Anyways, moving on. Get in the end zone. Godwin? Evans is back out there. Okay. Uh, Lawrence versus Burrow. So, despite Brendan starting someone who's out, I think he's still going to win this matchup. He probably did. He probably did it on purpose. Now I think about it. <laughs> Just to like, smite. Yeah, I'm gonna win. Screw you, Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. Like Trevor Lawrence might actually stink. I Is mean, he, he looked good the first couple weeks, but now what? He's reverting. He doesn't look good. Yeah, he didn't look great last week. He fumbled it four times, which I found out is actually a record. Yeah, it's um, really bad. So, four lost fumbles is absurd. Um, today he's got six for ten, six to ten for forty yards against Houston. Um, it's only one quarter, but Damian Pierce versus Damian Harris. Harris. Um, they don't all have to rhyme. Uh, <laughs> I like Pierce. <laughs> I know you and Andy aren't big Pierce guys, but like. He's got eight for 45 today, though. That's pretty good. Because he's good. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not as big of a believer, but he keeps putting up numbers so far. So we'll see. Uh, Najee versus Philip Lindsay. Um, I don't think Najee is in this matchup. Like, Najee's got five for nine right now. He might not, unless he starts to get some receptions, which I don't think he's going to get as much with Pickett. Oh, yeah. it's a Joshua Kelly 
theft of Eckler's TD. <laughs> Just wait, look, Kareem started Terry McLaurin because he has to. And McLaurin is like, Dotson's out this week. This is his week for McLaurin to do something great and like show up. Nothing. Watch the, watch, watch the next play that's going to show up on your screen. It's going to be the, okay. com- it's gonna be the commanders. You can't possibly be this far behind. Deami Brown. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who that was. I was like, who, which guy is this? <laughs> who, who the fuck is this guy? All I know is this is the guy they drafted a couple of years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, I know it's not Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I'm I mean, I don't understand why they paid him all this money. Like, I don't get Cause it. Because they felt like they had to. Just like why? He's like their third wide receiver now. I know. Uh, they felt like they had to. Yeah. I guess. That's the only thing uh, I could think of. He'll have bigger games, I think, but it's concerning that he doesn't have a catch yet. And well, I mean, my there's knock no on... oh, but... No, that that that's it. My knock on him going into the year was he's never finished as a top twenty wide receiver. Is that right? Like, I'm pretty sure he was 21 and then 25. Or maybe he was 19. 25, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I guess he he finished 20th one year, so you can't say. Got another TD. Who? Gabe. They threw it. Yeah, it was picked, yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's... I agree. I think he's kind of washed. Um, slash never was really all that good. <laughs> um, Pittman had 10. Deontay Johnson has 2.1. Is this going to be another Cook touchdown? Uh, Madison. Um, he didn't get in. No. And then Isaiah Kenzie versus Terry McLaurin. So both are going to get zero. So no problem there. Yeah. Brendan knew. <laughs> Brendan has yeah. his own spreadsheet. <laughs> Kareem's also starting Malik Collins again. Matt Collins. Um and uh <laughs> You're never gonna get his Malik name right. Collins. <laughs> um Dodson's yeah, not a rookie. He's like twenty nine. <laughs> Mike Williams already got nine on three for sixty. Gerald Everett versus Zach Ertz advantage Ertz. McCaffrey versus Gainwell Cream. Your team is so bad. Yeah. Um <laughs> Will Lutz versus some guy named Wright. Commanders versus Vikings. So, even without the guy, it's cakewalk for Brendan. Jalen Rager scored. Wow, you hate to see it. Um, as a Chris Howard owner of all the other Vikings. <laughs> uh, now let's go on to your matchup. Okay. Max versus Bra- uh, Max versus James Brady versus Cousins. Cousins has got twelve. That's a touchdown for him. Oh, yeah, Brady. that's stupid. Yeah. Um, Ramondre. has <laughs> got six for 58. Uh, James Robinson, seven for 26. 3.3 to 6.4. He's not terrible for James Robinson to start. Like, he's getting his carries, getting his touches. ETN's just had some lucky big plays. Yeah. Um, Penny's got four. 
five for 44. Must have had a big one. Khalil Herbert has yet to touch the football. Um, <laughs> Michael Gallup versus DK Metcalf. Metcalf's just got that bomb earlier for 14. Gallup plays later. Davis has got the bomb um, for 98. Theoretically, he'll cross the 100-yard threshold at some point. <laughs> Maybe. The way my season's going, I don't think so. But Well, the good news right. for you is Dobbs had three for 29, and that's locked in. So he's already got an advantage on that guy. That's good. Godwin's got four for 40 against uh, Rondell Moore, who plays later. Robert Tunyon had 6.2 versus Schultz, who plays later. Uh, KJ Osborne's got 5.5 versus Higgins, who plays later. Yeah, three for 25, seven minutes to go in the second. The reality is they're not going to pass a ton in the second half. They're already up by 18. So good for you that Cousins doesn't have tons and tons of points yet. Unless the Bears make a miraculous comeback, he's not going to need to throw much in the second half. Well, I honestly stuck with Herbert over Akers or Carter or Robinson this week because I thought like I was I had Robinson in there because I thought, well, he's going to play. But then right. I saw the update that he's got um, a 20 snap count or whatever. It's like, I can't do that. I yeah. just can't. And then Akers, I I had him in there at one point today too, but I couldn't do that. I just don't have – I don't have it in me to handle another Rams game with Akers getting three carries for eight yards. Like, I needed four points and you got me 2.6. And now because of that, I'm one and three. Like, I – it's going to take a lot for me to put you in the roster again or the lineup. And then the other option was Michael Carter. And I was like, he might steal a touchdown today, but I don't know if I want to take that risk. And the Vikings are probably going to go up big on the bears. So they might need to throw it. And then whatever, I mean, what the fuck that means for Herbert anyway? Like, I don't know. It's just a shitty situation. Well, we can talk AJ Dillon more when you're ready. I'm um, not gonna overpay for him, dude. Especially after well, another worry, week I'm where not he sell him cheap. <laughs> he he pooped himself again this week, so I don't know, man. Like, he looks good. He just didn't get a lot of touches. Um, he does look good, yeah. But um, so overall, you and Max, fifty nine, forty nine. You still seem to you're still a little bit favored by ten points. Um, but Max has had about nice bounce back after that opening. Gabe Davis, 98-yard dagger. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to be a – this one's going to be a fight to the finish, I think. Good. Uh, when does it end? So, we'll know the night game tonight. I don't think yes, either Higgins, Higgins is the night game guy. So, you'll Higgins is probably going to decide this one in the, late, the latest slate. That's fun. I might as well have Higgins be the deciding factor instead of some shithole named Cam Akers. <laughs> oh Cam! Oh no! Tim just did something else. Mostert. Oh, most our touchdown disaster. Um, is so that, Tim, is our segue to you versus Tim? Yep, segueing over. Uh, Rogers versus Wilson. Rogers one nineteen to eleven. Um, Saquon versus Chubb. Chubb looks like he's gonna win this one already with fifteen to Saquon's twenty one. Yeah. Mostert's got 9.3. Um, after that TD, he'll likely beat Melvin Gordon's 14.8. Uh, Jalen Waddle has 1.7. That's not great. Um, now they're on their third, on the third string. 
versus uh, Marquise Brown, who plays later. Devonta Smith versus the Lizard, who had 13.5. Mm. Judy with 8.3 seems insurmountable for DJ Moore at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy my plan worked of getting DJ Moore in a deal and then immediately trading him. I'm so glad that worked. Evan Ingram 1.1 outscoring Fryermuth. Dylan got a gentleman's four. Um, Trying to James Conner plays later. He's still got his kicker, and I've got Lions D. Um, <gasps> we got 18. Gabe! Yes! Another Gabe bomb? <laughs> Just wait for it, dude. Wait for it. He's such a boss. Oh. So, overall, uh, Tim and I are pretty much still in the toss-up. Similar to yours and Max's, it's actually even a little bit closer now based on Sleeper. Um, we will have to see. I, it's just, you know, the gods will decide it. The gods will decide. Is Are you this, watching uh, it? No, I'm on the I'm on the play before. Uh, Drake London just didn't catch a pass. Let me see if I can catch back up here. Um. Oh no, Gabe Max. Another bomb, sixty-two yards. Wait for it. Start of the play. He's ripped it away from Minka. Wow, one-handed. What a sound. <laughs> wow. Max has now been boing. So let's revisit yours real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so now with after this update, Max is being flogged. 77 to 23. Gabe's already got 36 on the day. <laughs> two catches, 160 yards, two TDs, two TD bonuses for 40 or more. Oh, wow. Dude. And the best part is he is now just racing away from Elijah Moore for fantasy points this year. And he he's already got more has, than Elijah Moore has all season today. And he's got <laughs> three touchdowns already. So if he Ooh. gets 10. Herbert got a drive as well. Good news for you. Oh, Herbert. Got some he carries for four yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right, that Elijah bet, wow, everything's coming up James right now. Oh, shut <laughs> up, dude, shut up. <laughs> Let's go back to your matchup. Um, Let's talk so, about how Jalen Waddle has a has a homeless guy throwing him the football. They just took him off the street outside of one of the exits <laughs> and put him on the field. It's <laughs> a lot of homeless people to choose from in Miami, so. Um, that, there's a warm weather. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Fucking yeah. Gabe. Gabe Davis bombs. That's just too good. Two of them on the pod. Not even one. <laughs> uh, Gabe, a good guy. Gabe, a good guy. Um, wow. So let's talk about bigger picture here a little bit. So overall, right now, the way things are standing, pretty much Tim Fournier toss up, Drew Pat toss up, Chris Phil toss up. Um, maybe slight favorite to Chris. Listy Man, Labar, toss-up. Jim, uh, Staz, toss-up. Max versus James. That's one that's – James is probably a three-to-one favorite. So that's the only one right now that's really not a toss-up. Check and Kareem, toss-up. Um, what's going on there? Just Brennan's just not scoring points. 
Najee's got yeah. nine for 17, one reception for two yards. Um, and he started the out guy. Um, I guess if he had plugged in Marvin Jones or Nico Collins, which were his only options, each of them already has over five points. So that would have definitely been preferred. Better uh, than someone who's guaranteed zero. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, they're both in the first half still. So, um, so after this week, so now going down to the standings. So Staz could be four, could go to four and one. Chris could go to four and one or five and zero. Oh, so those nothing changed in there. Jim, I think you're right about Jim. He beat Staz. He's going to join the upper echelon. He may, probably won't pass Staz because Staz has more points right now by a lot. But yeah, I think you can call. I think you can put him up there for sure I mean, if you win. If you look at his rot, if he goes four and one, I know there's a ton of time left. But if he goes four and one, he's tied with Mike. Tiebreaker goes to Mike for sure. But like I'm looking at teams. Did you see what Max said? Chat. Sorry what? to interrupt you. He said, "He said, oh no, game bet over Andy. Please Venmo James." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I just feel like if Jimbo's four and one, his team, his outlook is better than than Phil's, and he's he's in the mix for top of the league. Oh, no question. Like if, if he goes if he goes to four and one, he's definitely ahead of Phil. Um, even in like a like a power rankings, like Phil's gonna be down because he's one he could potentially be one and four. But even yeah. if Phil goes to two and three, if Jim's Jim goes to four and one, I would still put him ahead of, of him there. Yeah. Um so I, I think that yeah, he's got tons of options. Um he's maybe gotta do a little tinkering to to hone his squad down a little bit because he's just got like almost too too many options um he's got like four different guys he can plug in he could probably whittle that down to three or two and maybe try to upgrade somewhere and still yeah. have tons of um so you know we'll have to see what he does but there's he's got a plethora of picks to work with he's got tons of options ways he can kind of maneuver so um no particular rush to do it though he's in a good spot he has all time so basically the playoffs he wins this week he's more or less a lock in my opinion to make his first playoffs so yeah it's exciting stuff for for the newly married fella yeah, man, he, he's on the up and up. Oh, yeah. um, I've got Romaina seems to be waking up here, and I don't think I have a chance of her going back down. Uh, but before we before we wrap up today, uh, let's give a shout out to this fantasy basketball league that Decidus and I just joined. Uh, let's go. I have no idea if what I did was the right thing to do going into the draft, or if what. Mike did was the right thing going into the draft. Like we both so took you totally value, different right? paths. And but he went you went value or he went value? He went value. He went value. He spent like very little dollar amount. <laughs> so my experience with this league so far has been I mean it's it's kind of like baseball in the sense of it's not there's not like one cut and dry like method to win. It's not like, and I mean, obviously in like fantasy football, there's, there's multiple ways to go. But what I guess I mean by that is you're going to need value and you're going to need good players. You're going to need both. So it doesn't really matter which one you start with. You're going to have to get both in order to win. Um, So either one can be a factor, but I guess I find it easier to find the value in your keepers from the year before than necessarily in the draft. Um, Cause it's the auction drafts are kind of wonky. Um, yeah. It's exciting because we've never done them before, but like you're going to have like, you don't know necessarily when people are bluffing or when people really want someone or if they're just trying to bid somebody up or like, and there's obviously risks in doing that as well, but it's just such a different thing. Um, 
that it's you'll see but the first year is going to be a learning experience for sure it was for me (laughs) so what would you have done coming in as an expansion team probably would have done something similar to what Staz did I I don't know that I would have picked the same players I'm not even necessarily sure who the second guy he took was Um, but I think like I've always been somebody to go more for value Ideally, it's the dream scenario where you get somebody. So, like, you asked who Josh Giddy was. Um, yeah. Uh, like, he is somebody who was a rookie last year. He looked pretty good. He got more of a role as the season went on. And he was somebody averaging, like, so typically you're going to have your superstars averaging around 50, roughly. Your really good players averaging 40 plus. And then your, you know, role players, if they're averaging 30 or more, amazing. If they're averaging, you know, 25 or more, good. Um, Josh Giddy's probably going to be somebody who's going to get me like 30 plus this year, who I'm going to pay like very little for. Um, what team does he play for? Oklahoma city. Um, he's the, he's their new point guard. Um, what about SGA? Who's that? Alexander. Shay Gilgis, Alexander. Every say his oh, name. Yeah. He, I thought, I thought he played more of like the three for them. No, he's like six, two. Hmm. Well, he's in the rotation. This is all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Seems Um, like my question of who was Josh Giddy was a fair one because the guy who kept him doesn't even know who he is. But he's he's more of like a he's like a Jason Kidd type. He's gonna rebound the basketball too. He's not just out there in points. He likes to get in on the boards. Uh, So you'll you'll know who he is after this year. Don't worry. (laughs) Especially if he's getting you thirty fantasy points. Like, I don't even know how it works. A night, yep. right? So what's that? People get thirty points a night. You get weekly matchups, right? Or does it? Yeah, just... so you have to like pay attention to like how many times your team is playing because you can you can only adjust it once a week. You adjust it at the beginning of the week and then it's set. Uh, Good. So there's Omar just score a touchdown. Oh no. Okay. Eckler um, scores though. Mm. So tough one for Jimbo then. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It is nice that it's weekly. Um, and I think this year we've had a couple of weird years in a row because people like sold a lot of their, um, money for like to go all in that year. So there was like two or three teams, two years in a row who were like super good. Uh, and no one else had a chance. Um, and this year it's going to probably be the most balanced. It's been Brian put in a rule last year to limit how much you can trade of your budget. Because Max just came in and traded his whole two hundred dollar budget for like to try to go all in to win. <laughs> Shocker! Shocker! <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. So uh, I, I noticed that Labar and Mike List had like the best teams. That's because they had terrible teams last year because they went all in the year before to try to win. Yeah. <laughs> so two years ago, that was Max. Um, and myself, um, like my team, maybe last year, my team wasn't that good, but I had gone all in the year before, not quite as all in as Max had, yeah. <laughs> but I had done Ooh. enough to not have a huge team. Ooh, Digsy with a touchdown. Let's, uh, let's check back in on that Staz Jimbo matchup. Yeah. Back Michael. up. It's got just swung to Staz. I imagine. Let's see here. 
Uh, still 60-40, although this might not have everything. And it does have an all, yeah. Still 60-40. So, um, Jim's still got a decent shot, but it's, you know, he's not quite as favored as he was before. So, Jimbo's favored to win. He has a 60% chance of winning. That's where we're at. No, Staz does it. So, Jimbo had a 60 before the Eckler and Diggs TD. Now it's flipped the other way. So, yeah. it's, I mean, it's not, it's more or less a slight edge to Staz. Okay. How about a Godwin touchdown? What do you say? Oh, it's a Pats defensive TD. That was like two hours ago. I love this part. You're so just delayed. saw it. <laughs> I love it. They go back full. Did Garrett Wilson score a touchdown too? No, some guy named Sauce picked the ball off for the Jets. Oh, Sauce guard. Oh, Big Sauce Sixer. Sauce. If I see Sauce Gardner on the street, I'm just gonna be like, "What kind of sauce are you? Marinara, <laughs> tomato, pasta, Alfredo, cheese." You got to pick a sauce. He has to be only Italian type sauces. You can't be anything that's not related to Italian food. <laughs> well, what other sauces are there? Like, like a barbecue sauce, soy sauce, <laughs> the soy sauce. There you go. Um, I was thinking this of is like the content the boys need the different kinds of sauces available. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up with your top three sauces. Go. Barbecue, honey mustard. Marinara. Is honey mustard a sauce or a dressing? Fine. Get rid of honey mustard and put in <laughs> another kind of uh, Parmesan cheese sauce. <laughs> Parmesan cheese sauce. <laughs> like there's a fucking timer ready to go off. You had to pick something as fast as possible. That's as long <laughs> as I had. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. Marinara that you're dipping mozzarella sticks in. And then like a three cheese sauce, like a white with Parmesan and like white cheddar. and mm. you know, Just expand arm sauce. Yeah. So white cheese sauce and um, like the vodka sauce, like the pink, the red, mm. pink, the pinkish red sauce. That's really good. But Jacqueline makes a really good homemade sauce, but she um she mixes in some fresh fish whenever I bring it home, and that's what makes it good. Like some lobster or some crab, something like that. She makes a really good pink sauce with some with some shellfish in there. So can't use that in the ranks, but just fun little fact about sauce. I Sounds love sauce. good. Sounds very good. All right, well, I'm gonna go get this kid out of the crib before she rips my head off. Cool. Great pod today. Talk As soon. always. All right, man. Enjoy the day. Later, boy.